Hello, hello to anyone who's ever loved. My name is Eric Isaiah. And I'm Jay Penn. And we are Royal Blue. I'm here with Jay. We're going to start with the first question. What was your biggest inspiration behind completing this project? Like, why was it important for you that we get this done this time in this way? Um, For me, coming into this, my biggest inspiration um, for completing this project was just I felt like I had something to prove to my younger self, to our younger selves, because um, we had tried so many times before and it just didn't work out, um, you know, things weren't aligned at the time or we just weren't in the space uh, maturity wise to get it done. So coming into this, like I, I, it was tunnel vision. Like we had to get this done. We owed it to um, our younger selves. And so, yeah, that's, that was my inspiration coming in just feeling like, all right, this time the shit got to crack. Like we cannot, we can't record all this great music and, and it never hits anybody's ears and never inspires anybody. Um, or, you know, just, it stays in this vault, like most of our other shit. So I wanted to break that curse and I didn't want to disappoint, you know, I didn't want to disappoint myself. I didn't want to disappoint you. And, and I hope that, that, you know, that actually was not the case. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't agree with you more. And you definitely didn't disappoint me. I mean, I tell you all the time, I said it on episode one, I'm going to say it again. I think this was our best work ever. (laughs) I love it. I'm glad that it's out there and that people are rocking with it. And I guess I'm I'm just now I'm I'm sitting back and I'm just like, all right, we've done it. So speaking of all that growth and all that maturity that it took to bring us to this point, what was important for you to bring to this project in terms of expressing yourself lyrically, emotionally, and just bringing it all to the table? Um, for me coming into this, this time, I really wanted to come in with just intense work ethic. You know, I feel like we had tried this so many times before and things just didn't seem to really work out or timing was off. So I wanted to make sure that I came into this with, with intention, um, good work ethic, um, and just meeting you where I see that you are creatively and artistically, um, I feel like when we tried this when we were younger, I don't know if I trusted myself enough to really deliver the way that I should have been delivering. And then, you know, I've always looked up to you as an artist, as a singer. And so looking up to you sometimes felt a little paralyzing, you know, and a little intimidating because I felt like you always knew your voice so well and and you took ownership over your talent and the things that you could do and I don't think that I have been in the space to find that within myself yet. So I wanted to come in with um, a newfound sense of identity as well. Um, and so those are the things that were, were really important to me coming back into this with you um, to, to just bring to the table. I, I mean, I got to say it's the same thing on my end. Like I was I'd, I wanted to make sure that I was meeting you where you are. And mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure that I was bringing my best because in my opinion, you've always brought amazing efforts to creating to both the the background aspect of just doing the writing and the recording to also marketing it i mean your projects and your rollouts have been amazing up until the point of us working on our music and is going to continue to be i just um yeah shout out to you and everything you gave and everything that i gave and 
us being able to contribute together in a way that we hadn't before. Speaking of your past work, I mean, you've you've done two bodies of work which have been streaming on all major platforms. Going and streaming, y'all. You've done two major bodies of work, but you've also got another project which is on SoundCloud that a lot of people may or may not know about. But tell me what it's like to come from the perspective of being a solo creative and working in a combined and working on a joint project like we just did uh coming back into this after you know having a stint of being a solo artist i really had to um remove myself from it when i say remove myself from it i mean not make it all about me um that's one of the luxuries you have being a solo artist it, it truly is all about you but then again not really you know because you still have to keep in mind your audience you have to keep in mind the stories that people want to hear so um that was a very long-winded way of saying that i truly had to make it all about royal blue i could not step into this being selfish and not being open um, to receive your knowledge, your growth, your experience. Um, and I like, you know, for example, I know that you are currently getting a degree in marketing and I know that you wanted to pour some of that into the project. So I just have to step out of my own way and allow for you to be um, in the decision making space as well. Um, you know, it, and it taught me to trust you in a different way it's just one thing to trust you as my friend but then you know to trust you as a creative that i had to grow back into that i hadn't had to trust you in that way in a while so you know just overall just getting out of my way getting out of my way and letting the creative juices flow um letting each of us shine in our own way and being um a collaborative uh, team player because let me tell you one thing about me since i was uh, since i was a kid i've always gotten remarks on my report card about does not work well with others so i didn't want that to be an issue um with you and i that's so very humble of you so very humble and i i think it's it's also it's very important rather you're working with someone else or working on your solo work it it's it's seriously not all about you it's about the people it's about all those those humans out there mm -hmm. that just they they're out there and you're here and it's like you have so we all have so much potential to connect and not even in a way where we have to every connection isn't necessary we don't have to know everyone and be friends with everyone but you can still have that indirect connection with people through your art and i i think it's important to keep that in mind through the creation process so what is the what's the biggest takeaway you want people to experience with the story that is anyone who's ever loved? Um, more than anything, I want people to be able to walk away from this project um, with the understanding that it's OK to feel. Um, I think that we all have gotten into this this habit of putting up these thick ass walls that keeps people out um, and sometimes keeps our own selves out of our, our lives. You know what I mean? Like it just it creates unnecessary roadblocks, these walls that we've built up and it doesn't allow people to experience love. Um, and I think that's another thing, too. Like people don't don't understand that love truly is an experience. And with any experience, there's going to be highs to it. There's going to be lows. There's going to be in betweens. There's going to even be null and void moments. But it's OK to feel all of that. It's OK to hurt after loving somebody it's okay to um be rejected it's okay to um 
dig deep and figure out what kind of love you need from yourself. All of these things, all of these emotions um, that take you on journeys and trips, it's okay to feel them. And I don't know when we got into this this, um, desensitized state of being where we did not want to feel anything, but that's, that's not okay. That's not what life is about, you know? Um, so I want for everybody to hear this project and be able to take away that feeling love is okay. And we don't have to be afraid of it. We don't have to stop it from happening. Um, just allow it. Now, within that, don't allow yourself to be disrespected all in the name of love or, you know, like still keep it cute. But it's all right to feel these things. Listen, it's not a it's not a one trick pony. It's not a one face token. It's like it's so many things. And you have to you if you're going to open yourself up to be a person who's going to experience love, you have to open yourself up to the full journey of love. It's not always going to be pretty. It's not always going to be what a Tamar say. Somebody said every day. It's not going to be that way. Like you have to you know, strap on your boots and put your big boy pants on and be ready to say like, okay, when it's not so pretty, I'm still going to remember the fact that I committed to be here for love, to give, receive, and to stand in it when it's good, when it's bad, when it's ugly. What is your favorite song from the songwriting perspective? And what is your favorite song from the vocal performance perspective? From a songwriting perspective, my favorite song probably has to be um without me and i say that because it was just such a fun song to do like even just our state of being at the time that we you know started writing it we were just chilling high as hell (laughs) just you know shooting shit um sharing stories with each other um and listening to beats while we did it and just that process of it all was so fucking fun and then watching you um watching you go through your process as a writer um and and get your shit together in a way that that felt organic and authentic that was super dope because i don't know if you remember this or not but you had a whole different verse um before the verse that currently stands for without me um and you hated it you like you were in your feelings about it you're just like this ain't it i'm not feeling this i can't really connect and i just remember in that moment telling you you know eric look at this from a different perspective um there's more details to this story but we'll save that for when we do a deep dive into without me but just i remember telling you look at it from a different perspective um in the moment that we talked through the pers- the lens you should be looking at it from like you came to life and it was just so dope seeing you in that moment like have this resurgence of of energy and interest and and coming at the second verse and and pulling it off in such a flawless way um that was super fun and i don't remember having fun in that way with many other tracks um with the exception of high i think high had a very similar um frequency um to this one so yeah from a songwriter's perspective um without me was definitely it for me um vocally real love is just man um you know real love always always got the emotion out of me that i wanted to give even the first time we cut it which was two years prior to us even going into production on the full-blown project 
um it just it's always been one of them songs that pulls out of you and i think it's it could just be that nostalgic motown feel to it that just automatically puts you in the place of emotions and and puts you in the mindset of great singers that have come before us um i don't know i don't know what it is but that song is always vocally um pulled emotions out of me and uh it's definitely one of my favorite songs on the project from that perspective listen i'm a i'm a sucker for emotion i like mm-hmm. to feel it i want to feel it in my chest i want to have gooseies i want to have the chills and i want to feel it like i feel like when it comes to real love it was so important that when we came back to it people felt it so what's what is one way that creating this project created change within you um a lesson that i learned from this project that i will walk away with um was probably you like i mean indirectly learning from you the um the importance of pacing yourself when when doing a project because i'm a naturally impatient virgo um i'm always in a race um to where who knows but half the time i'm like in such a race with myself um to get to this unidentified space that i miss out on all the details um in general you know like <laughs> i have to slow myself down constantly and and pay attention to the details and and to appreciate and savor the moments and so i absolutely learned that from you um working on anyone who's ever loved just to sit in things a little bit longer to come back to things take a break um come back with a fresh mind and fresh ears um and receive it differently and it makes all the difference in a way that i did not know um and then you know with us being independent artists we have that luxury that luxury of taking our time and and being on our own schedule we don't have you know the industry or or executives barking down our throat that this needs to get done so why not soak up the benefits of being an independent artist um so i really i had to learn to slow my ass down and nigga everything don't gotta be a 5.5 second situation um so you know thank you for teaching me that because when we were younger i didn't understand why you moved in such a way of of uh, it almost felt like you thought we had more time than we actually had but as an adult um i actually respect it so thank you wow yeah no i um it's funny i i can recall so many moments where i was maybe mixing or maybe we were running our heads into a wall and I started to be like, okay, I, I I can't do this, you know, fuck the whole project, just throw it away. <laughs> and then you'd be like, Eric, just just breathe, it's it's okay, <laughs> we can we can come back to it. So I think I I feel like we balance each other both in that way, because I mean I joke about Virgo land, <laughs> but I mean truth is the Virgo rising in me is <laughs> is yeah. just as as steadfast at times. So I appreciate you for also slowing me down in the necessary necessary times when I was also like. What are we going to do? But going back to the music, going mm-hmm. back to the music, we always talk about this. We always talk about putting out, you know, a remix to High. Mm-hmm. And so my question is, of the mainstream artists that are out right now, who do you hear on a remix to High? Oof, um, a remix to High. Who would I want? Um, 
A pie in the sky name would be Lil Nas X. I feel like he just will have really good, fun energy to bring to it. Um, another artist would be this artist by the name of uh, Amine. He did this song with Kalani a few years ago um, called Heebie Jeebies, and he's fun. And, and, and just all of his raps feel colorful. Um, and then a third possible would be Chica. I feel like all three of them have this certain energy and fun swag that they bring to uh, their music that will be absolutely necessary for High because High is such a bouncy kind of like feel good breeze in your hair kind of song. Um, any of them, it would be an honor to work with any of them on this. I could hear also, I could hear Big Sean. But I could, I you know me, I could throw Big Sean on anything. I was going to say, child, you could see Big Sean any damn way. Like, talk about a fucking mega fan. All right, so one last chance. What's one thing you want the people to know about anyone who's ever loved? Um, You know, kind of like what I said earlier, I just want for people to step into love fearlessly after listening to this project. Um, Step into love complete. Stop looking for other people to you know, put the period at the end of your sentence or to um, bring something to the table that you can't even bring to the table yet. I want people to uh, just spend time first loving yourself because that's the most important thing. And I know it's the most cliche thing to say, but you truly cannot love anybody else until you, until you know what it feels like and looks like to love you. Um, and, you know, let's stop this this uh, this movement of looking for instantaneous love. I know that we live in this instantaneous ass like um, world now where we have um, things like, and I hate to say this, social media where, you know, you get 218 likes and, and you feel the love from people or um, you get swiped right on Tinder and you start to feel the love. It's like just this instant gratification bullshit that we've all been brainwashed with. And that's not what love is all about like it's a process it's a journey it's um it's hard as fuck to maneuver sometimes um it's gonna take some work it's it's going to take um some confrontations that people don't want to have with self and with others and those things are okay to go through um yeah it's it's time to it's time to flip what love looks like because i think that we've we've put it in a frame that's not fitting and so um it's time to move forward in a different way. And I hope that with people listening to this project, that they can start to look at love in a different way from a different angle under a different light. It's, it's easy. It's easy for us to get caught up on the surface of love. And I mean, we need to be reminded of these things because the bottom line is we forget to be there for yourself first. You have to show up complete. You have to not expect someone else to be the factor that completes you because at the end of the day you're going to be searching forever people yes. are out here trying to com complete themselves they don't have time to complete you and complete them that's that's how you again you get that resentment that build up of of frustration and anger and now you're upset with this person and you can't even remember why it has been a great afternoon today talking to you about our project we hope you guys are loving it we look forward to talking to you guys next week about all things love and royal. We will see you guys soon. Alright, ciao.